all The Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. Today is April 14th, 2023, and for this week's episode, I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles related to the week's new releases and book news. Hello! It's Friday. I hope you've all had a lovely week. I hope you're all reading amazing things that are just knocking your brain socks off. I know that I am. I'm going to tell you a little bit about them at the end of the show. Before I do that, I want to remind you that Book Riot has a new newsletter. It is the Deep Dive. We're tapping the experts to share longer gems based on years of knowledge about books and publishing experiences as readers and book curators and research on lesser known histories to illuminate and inspire book lovers. And you can get this for just $5 a month. You'll get the deep dive edition of the newsletter to your inbox twice a month, or if you're on the fence and need more time to decide, you can sign up for a free subscription, which is the splash pad, at bookriot.substack.com. So that's very exciting. And now we are going to hear from a sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Penguin Team. In a world where the children of the gods inherit their powers, a descendant of the Greek fates must solve a series of impossible murders to save her sisters, her soulmate, and her city. Descendants of the fates are always born in threes. There's one to weave, one to draw, and one to cut the threads that connect people to the things they love and to life itself. And the Aura sisters are no exceptions. There is Eo, the youngest, who uses her fate-born abilities as a private investigator, but her latest job leads her to a horrific discovery. Somebody is abducting women and setting the resulting wraiths loose in the city to kill. Now, the second book in the series, Hearts That Cut, will be on sale June 18th, 2024. This is a must-read for all Greek mythology and fantasy fans. This is dripping with atmosphere, edge with danger. Threads That Bind weaves together a gorgeous dark tapestry of mystery, fate romance and modern myth you won't be able to put this one down and that comes from alexander bracken new york times best-selling author of lore so make sure to pick up threads that bind by kitsa hatsapolu and thanks again to penguin teen for sponsoring this episode today's episode is brought to you by gallery books so Anna Green thought she was marrying Liam West for access to subsidized family housing while at UCLA, which is an interesting reason to marry someone. But, you know, in this economy. So anyway, she signed divorce papers when the graduation caps were tossed and she thought she was done. Eh, she wasn't. Three years later, Anna is a starving artist living paycheck to paycheck while West is a Stanford professor. Now, he is part of a conglomerate. His family owns this mega grocery store chain. He's not interested in working for them, but he is interested in those greenbacks, honey, that come in the form of a $100 million inheritance. To get it, he has to be married for five years. That's where our girl Anna comes back into play. So the two will fake a marriage, but as he gets to know her and gets to appreciate the feisty, foul mouth, paint splattered girl that she is, he'll begin to wonder if the money is worth the love of his life. Pick up The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren to find out if it is. And thanks again to Gallery Books for sponsoring this episode. All right. So my first pick for today is related to one of this week's new releases. Uh, This Tuesday, Life and Other Love Songs by Anissa Gray came out, and I'm very excited to read this because I really loved The Care and Feeding of Ravenously Hungry Girls, her previous novel, which came out 
I think in 2019. It's all a blur now. But it's a family drama about three sisters who are very close. And then one day, they're adults now. One day, one of the sisters, Althea, and her husband are arrested and jailed. Like, they they may have done something. And while they're awaiting trial, Althea's other sisters, Viola and Lillian, or I should not say other sisters, they're two sisters, uh, Viola and Lillian must step in and care for Althea's teenage daughters. Althea took care of Viola and Lillian as they were growing up, and now it's their turn to watch after her children, but it isn't easy. Like I said, they're teenagers, and the girls are angry. They're angry and embarrassed about what has happened with their parents, and they start acting out. It's a great story of family and siblings, love and responsibility, mistakes and forgiveness. The new one is also another multi-generational story of family And I can't wait to read it, like I said, because she does it so well. I do want to give content warnings for abuse, disordered eating, body shaming, and loss of a loved one. This one is The Care and Feeding of Ravenously Hungry Girls. And my other pick for today, uh, I don't know if you saw the news, but they announced that there's going to be a fourth book in V.E. Schwab's Shades of Magic series. There was an original trilogy. Now there's a fourth book coming out called The Fragile Threads of Power, which is set in the same world as A Darker Shade of Magic. And I am so excited. Like, I'm literally, I promise you, I am waving my Muppet arms right now for you over my head. A Darker Shade of Magic came out in 2015, followed by A Gathering of Shadows in 2016, and A Conjuring of Light, which was so big, which came out in 2017. So this comes out... Uh, let's see, the new one comes out at the, in September, so it'll have been six years if I do my math right. Um, so I just got my hands on it, and I'm so excited. And to prepare for it, I started rereading the original trilogy this weekend, and I finished the first book, which is A Darker Shade of Magic, which I don't think I've talked about on the show before. Maybe I have. I don't care. I love it so much. I'm going to do it again. So the setup is there are four alternate Londons. There are four different Londons in four different places, universes. They're not all called London, but they're basically kind of set up like London. One of them has the Thames, and then there's like the same river in the other Londons, but they all have different names. And our main character, one of our main characters, is named Kel. Kel is one of two remaining Antari. The Antari have the ability to walk between these different worlds using blood magic. There's only two of them left in the world now that can do this. Kel has nicknamed the different Londons. Red London, which is the one that he lives in, which is, like, prosperous and beautiful. There's Grey London, which is kind of boring, and that's where Mad King George lives. And it's very dull, and there's very little color. And then there's White London, which is chaotic. It's run by these very evil twins, like Game of Thrones-level evil twin king and queen Uh, brother and sister twins. Um, And they've kind of... White London has kind of picked up some madness from Black London, which no longer exists. Black London was a place where people were so into magic that it basically took over them and destroyed the whole universe and nobody knows what happened. It's just never been heard from again. So Kel, I guess I can walk between these places. Nobody goes to Black London anymore, but he walks between red, gray, and white. He's an ambassador. He delivers notes Uh, from kingdoms, and he travels between these worlds. He lives a very lavish life. He lives in the palace in Red London, but 
he's basically an employee. Like, as nice as they are to him, he was taken away from his family and given to the palace, basically, to work for them since he was a little kid. So he kind of resents that. And he's also kind of bored. So he started taking little trinkets from other Londons, which is expressly forbidden. You are not supposed to bring anything from any of the other universes. But he takes a little thing here and there, and he trades them, and he hoards them, and it's just what he does. Well, one day, he is in Grey London. He is get, Or, excuse me, White London. He is given a package by someone who said that it needs to be delivered to the palace. Only when he returns to Red London with it, he finds out that... It was a setup. There's something very dangerous in this package, and he's got to get rid of it. But a few minutes later, his pocket is picked by a street thief named Lila, whose story we have also been following. She is a thief, and she's been trying to steal enough stuff to sell so that she can get money to buy her own boat and sail away from Grey London. She wants to be a pirate, or not necessarily a pirate, but she thinks it's a good a good plan, like to get a pirate ship and take off. At least it'll get her away from there. Uh, so suddenly they have this dangerous artifact. All these people are looking for them and trying to kill them. They are running for their lives and they have to travel through the different Londons, which is also forbidden. You're not allowed to take anybody who isn't an Antari. They don't even know like what's going to happen to her or if it, there's going to be repercussions. But they have to get rid of this thing before it destroys every London that there is. It's so much fun. Just so much fun. A little bit of it is is like the color schemes in the Night Circus. I like all the red and the black and the white and the gray. Like, that makes me happy. And it's just really fun. Uh, there's just adventure, like, basically nonstop. I do want to give content warnings for violence, torture, and murder, attempted sexual assault, loss of a loved one, and lots and lots of blood. This is blood magic. There's lots of blood. But it's so much fun. And I'm looking forward to finishing up the series and starting the new one. Yay! I'm singing. I'm so happy about it. This one is A Darker Shade of Magic by B.E. Schwab. Also for you B.E. Schwab fans, the Addie LaRue book just came out in paperback this past Tuesday. So that's also exciting. And for Dealer's Choice today, just a few moments ago, like seriously, like a few moments before I started recording this show, I got my hands on a copy of one of my most anticipated novels of the year, which is Blackouts by Justin Torres. Torres wrote a novel many years ago called We the Animals, and it was fantastic. I believe they made it into a film. I haven't seen it yet, but I loved the book, and everyone has been eagerly awaiting this novel. This one is a book with a book at its center, which is, ooh, meta, so exciting. The book that the book is based around is this old written history, a study of queer subjects from over a century ago, and now apparently the narrator of Blackouts is trying to tell the story of the person who wrote this book to someone else whose job it will now be to take this information and pass it on. It sounds super nerdy and awesome. I'm very excited. I'm also in the middle of Let Us Descend by Jasmine Ward, which is ob obviously it's amazing because it's Jasmine Ward. This is her most historical yet. It's about a young black woman whose white father sells her into slavery in the South. And I'm also about to start North Woods by Daniel Mason, who wrote a really great historical novel about World War I many years ago called The White, the, excuse me, The Winter Soldier. This one is about a couple that runs away from a Puritan colony. And I kind of picked it up because I still am just so enthralled with The Vaster Wilds by Lauren Groff, which I read several weeks ago which is also about a young woman who runs away from a Puritan colony, and it's one of the best books of the year. 
So I was like, ooh, another fleeing the Puritan colony. Yes, please. So I'm excited about that one. And that is it for me this week, book lovers. You can check out the deep dive at bookriot.substack.com. Thank you to our sponsor, and thank you to our awesome audio editor, Jen Zink. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And if you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is you get your podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, you can catch me on Instagram at Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday to tell you about the week's great new releases. And for more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. Have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. Thank you.